You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Peachtree Football. Now, your host, Dylan Matthews and Bo Morgan. Ross, I want to get you get your take on this because you talked about all the additions, offseason additions the Falcons have made on the defensive side of the football as well. And we obviously have talked about Desmond Ritter. We'll get into Bijan, but they've made some strides offensively as well, adding Bijan uh, Robinson. Obviously, they're going to get Kyle Pitts back. Hey, they traded for uh, John U. Smith. Hey, they uh, signed Matt Collins and Scotty Mill on the offensive end as well. They got Tyler Algier, who was a rookie running back last year, who rushed for 1,000 yards, over 1,000 yards in 16 games. I say all that to ask this. Which side of the ball do you think is going to be most improved this season? Is it going to be the defense with all the free agent uh, acquisitions and all the money they spent in on the defensive side of the football and free agency? Or is it going to be what they've kind of invested in the draft with Drake London, Bijan Robinson, and, uh, and and the other free agent acquisitions um, on the awesome side of the ball? So which side of the ball do you think is going to be more improved this year? Yeah, that's a good question, actually, because I think they'll both be improved. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go defense, just because I think they'll still be very run heavy offensively. I think they'll they'll be more explosive with Bijan Robinson. I mean, they're telling us they're gonna be more run heavy, right? Like we don't need to guess. They drafted a running back eight overall and a run blocking guard. You know, uh, we played tackle at Syracuse, but he's gonna be run blocking. I love the way he plays, by the way. Um, in the second round. There's no question that they got those guys to run the ball more. So I guess I just don't know, um, Dylan, that we'll notice a huge jump forward offensively. I mean, I think the numbers will be better. I think they'll put more points up. But I don't think it's going to be like Air Falcons, right? I don't think they're going to be throwing enough that we that we see them putting up really big numbers. <laughs> right. Whereas defensively, I mean – what did they add? Five starters, six starters. I mean, I, I don't know. If I've ever seen a team add that many starters on one side of the ball before. Right. Now the odds are they won't all pan out, but I would think they make a pretty big leap defensively. Let's let's talk about the sailing defense for a second, because to me, the the one signing that's kind of gone seemingly under the radar is David Onyemata. The guy is a big dude, plays in the middle, and now Grady Jarrett really has some help inside to help him. So how 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 much do you think bringing in a guy like Anya Mata is going to free up Grady Jarrett to become even more? Because Grady Jarrett's one of the best, to me, one of the best defensive linemen. And obviously, I'm, I'm a little bit biased, Ross. But I think he's one of the better interior uh, defensive linemen in the NFL. But he's been doing it by himself for years. He's an unbelievable player. I mean, he's an unbelievable football player. Um, he has not had sort of a partner in crime inside there. <clears throat> he has not had a guy that you probably need to double team in the run game in Anyamata. Um, I love that addition by the Saints. And I really, I mean, by the Falcons from the Saints, I, I, I hope. And by the way, I think Calais Campbell helps in that regard as well. And I think. Bud Dupree helps in that way. You know, I can only imagine what it's been like the last couple of years. I, I'm a former offensive lineman, right? 
I can only imagine what's been like in the offensive line room the last couple of years when you're playing the Falcons. All right, guys, we gotta we gotta make sure we know where Grady Jarrett is, and then we also need to double team Grady Jarrett, and then we <laughs> can't let Grady Jarrett beat us. I mean, they didn't really have other guys that concerned you all that much. So I'm hoping he's able to get some one on ones. Really, one of the reasons why I hope the Falcons are good and they make the playoffs is because I would like if more people knew how good Grady Jarrett was. One of my pet peeves as a guy that played seven years is when a guy is on bad teams and he's killing it, killing people, and people don't recognize it nationally that much because they don't play that many nationally televised games. Ross, sticking with the defensive side of the football for a little bit longer here. You know, you talked about David Onyemata as kind of the acquisition that's flown under the radar. Let's talk about the one that kind of made a big splash, or probably the Falcons' biggest splash. That's Jesse Bates. Let's talk about how much he's going to really upgrade that that backfield because we know about A.J. Terrell, right? And we we obviously have to wait and see on uh, on Jeff Okuda, but – He's going to help out a young safety and, and Richie Grant. And, I mean, honestly, it, how he's going to upgrade the back end, it's probably going to help the the front end of the defensive line as well because, obviously, yeah, the, the, the back end scratches the back of the defensive line. Defensive line can scratch the back of the uh, back end as well. So, uh, just for a moment, Jesse Bates, how much of an impact do you think he's going to make to that Falcons secondary? Yeah, I mean, he's a really good player. Really good player. I know the Bengals were very upset to lose him. They kind of knew that that was coming and that he would get the money that he got. But, um, man, he it, I, th- there's a lot that could go into this. Number one, just him as a player, right? You know, the, the ground he's able to cover on the back end, how sure of a tackler he is. But he can do a lot of different things, which is really helpful to a first-time D coordinator like Ryan Nielsen to be able to have a guy like Bates who's that versatile really helps. I also just wonder how much he helps the other guys in the back end. I mean, you're talking about a very smart, uh, very smart guy, very accomplished guy who his football intelligence is off the charts. I just wonder in the meeting rooms, you know, pre-snap, you know, how much he's help, able to help these other guys on the back end, the linebackers, to make sure that they're in a position to succeed. He was just coached very well by Luana Rumo in Cincinnati. I think the Bates addition's huge. One of the things I wanted to get your your take on, being a former offensive lineman, now I know you never I, – I, to my knowledge, you never played tackle in the NFL. I'm not sure about college, but I know you were a guard and a center, so you moved around. Mer- Matthew Bergeron – was a very good player at Syracuse playing at tackle, but now he's trying to make that transition inside. What is that jump like? Because a lot of people think say that um, it when you're playing guard, the game comes at you a little bit quicker off the snap. No question, Bo. And I, um, one of my kind of claims to fame is I played all five in NFL preseason or regular season games. Now I don't think I. I don't. I never started a game at tackle, you know. Uh, that was more preseason or like emergency. Um, I started at least five games at center and both guards. The key to that, by the way, 
is you can't really be good at any of them. Otherwise, they would have just left me there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, I have seen – so we all have the examples of like Joel Batonio and uh, Zach Martin and these guys, Brendan Sheriff, who maybe didn't have the ideal arm length. So they went from tackle to guard and they became fantastic guards, right? I would also tell you twice in my career, I was with guys that they tried that to with, and it was a disaster. So in 2002 in Washington, they took Rod Jones, who had played left tackle for the Super Bowl Rams, put him at guard, didn't work. Um, in 2007, I was back in Washington. They took longtime Dolphins right tackle Todd Wade put him at guard, didn't work. You know, I think it's a little bit easier maybe going from college to the NFL as opposed to long-term, long-time tackle in, in the NFL and then you switch. It's kind of like a young pup. You can mold him and teach him, where it's tougher to teach an old dog new tricks. But to your point, Bo, things happen much faster inside. You know, when you're a tackle in pass protection, okay, there's kind of um, a timing with it. Um, you know, it's like kick, kick, engage, kick, kick, punch. There's a rhythm to it. At guard, first of all, they are right on you. They are right on you right now. Secondly, you're not going against a 6'5", 250-pound lean dude. You're going against Grady J. You're going against a six foot, six one, <laughs> 300 pound ball of butcher knives that is just coming up the field right at you. And you can't get any leverage on them because they're this low off the ground. And then the real issue I've seen for them sometimes, Bo, is at tackle, you're primarily blocking the edge rusher, right? At guard, you're tied into the protection with all the blitzes and the linebackers and all the stunts and twists that happen right now. And if you can't process real quick, like boom, 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 you're, you're, you're going to struggle. You, you are going to struggle if you can't process. So um, my guess is they already probably have a little bit of a feel for if this is going to be a, a short-term thing where Bergeron just gets it. Versus, oh boy, like we got to really do some work here. Hey, do you think, real quick, I know we know we got close to wrapping up. Do you think that's why guards are starting to get paid much better? I mean, Chris Lindstrom's just trying a huge deal <laughs> because it's just so it, it, it's becoming where every the interior seems to be so so important these days. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, I, I just looked at again the other day how much Chris Lindstrom makes. He makes more per year than I made. He makes five times more annually than what I made for my entire seven-year career. 
Well, you you would have been getting that money if you were in the NFL. No, now, right? no I wouldn't have, unfortunately. <laughs> you would have been getting I, that. I wasn't as good as Chris Lindstrom. So, I don't think we're allowed to swear on this, but if we are, hey, Chris. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. $20.5 million to play right guard. What a world. What a time to be alive. Um, so, <clears throat> the biggest thing with them paying interior guys is there's there's more and more good interior D-line rushers. Aaron Donald, Grady Jarrett. So you got to have guys like Lindstrom. But also, I think quarterbacks, especially the better ones, have gotten really good at stepping up in the pocket. You know, if you watch like some of these guys, like a, a Brady, um, the edge guy rarely affects him. He drops back and then he steps up and gets rid of it quick. So if you can keep the the uh, the depth of the pocket, that is huge. And Bergeron's a banger, and Lindstrom's a banger, which is good because Dolman's not the biggest kid at center. They, they can help keep the depth of the pocket for the quarterback, which is huge. Ross, thank you so much for the time. This was Ross Tucker, former NFL player, seven-year vet also like you said one of the very few guys that played across all positions on the offensive line in his nfl career that's versatility right there and uh, obviously nfl odyssey insider ross thank you so much for the time today man absolutely my pleasure thank you guys so much for having me really appreciate it thanks yes, ross. Sir.